0: Good, good, afternoon, good evening. Welcome to Life Transformed with Robert Bolden, and thank you for joining us today. We are super excited to continue our weekly uh, series where we take you guys behind the scenes at uh, at our morning ritual, coffee and Christ, coffee with Christ.
1: Who was called coffee in Christ?
0: Coffee in Christ. Um, And this has been the foundation for brenda and i um dating back a couple of years now really since we started dating and that whole thing so um you know we we want to share this with you just because it's been so impactful for us and we believe it is the it is uh the foundation to our triangle which we'll get into at some point um but really what the triangle is 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 focus on god don't focus on each other if you focus on god you will move closer to each other as you move closer to god envision that triangle with god at the top and you and your significant other on the side so with that as a backdrop let's jump right in today um and literally you guys we We did this this morning and I forgot to turn the microphone in the on position so we didn't get it recorded. So this is
1: take two. This
0: is take two, yeah. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: But it will be just as spontaneous and we'll probably come up with new, stuff, new better stuff.
1: I'm going to try to remember some of the good stuff from this morning.
0: Dare I say, yeah. So, this means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone, a new life has begun. And that, I think I mentioned, and, and what I want to reiterate is uh, that's something I share with my mom. She is uh, 84 now, and we've talked about that here recently. That, Mom, isn't it awesome that you can start a new life any day? You know, you, literally you can do that. You know, Colonel Sanders started Kentucky Fried Chicken when he was 60 years old. Right? So, you guys, there's no limit. And if you just understand that, that that's what God wants to do, you've got to change some of your limiting beliefs and some of those programs. But it's possible.
1: It is possible. I think what I talked about this morning was more the, um, for me, it was the reflection on the difference between you and me and our faith journey because I was young when I believe when I put my faith in Jesus and so I didn't have that oh moment Mm -hmm. it was just kind of a I felt comforted I felt like oh somebody loves me God loves me and that was a comforting thought but I didn't really um see a giant change in my life circumstances but for you because you were older and had you know some more control over your your life circumstances and it was a A decision of a wiser man. I feel like for you, the whole thing changed your life. Whereas me, I still just kind of trudge along with God, going, "Yes, God, I know the rules. I've been learning them since I was ten, and I still break them from time to
0: time." Yeah, (laughs) and that is, you you know, it's a good point, and it does remind me of um, Jacob and Melissa Peterson, where I had my first Bible study, and uh, you know, those guys have been. Christ has been part of their life. The whole time growing up and ministry and all that stuff, and when I would read something in the Bible that was brand new, I'd be like, can you believe that? Holy cow, this is awesome. And Jacob just stopped me one day, he goes, thank you. I'm like, for what? I said, I'm a kindergartner, you're, he says, no, you're reminding me what the true joy is of discovering, you know, our awesome God and following Jesus and, and all that. So. Yeah, so I think we just continue along that path. Mm-hmm. Today, it's like I'm the one that I literally, and I'm an upholder. We'll, we'll end up talking about that at some point. Brenda's a questioner, but, you know, I will read something, and, and I can flip the switch right now. New awareness, new truth, here I go. Or Brenda tends to question it a little bit, right? Yeah. And, yeah.
1: and try and maybe if I just do it my way once, <laughs> Is it really right to do it this way? And then it, then I learn. Then I, I have to learn through trial and error. I'm not a, all right, you told me to do it. I believe you. I'm going with it. Yeah.
0: And I, I never say I told you so. I really don't. Sometimes maybe I think it, but I'm I never sure say it. I'm sure he thinks it. <laughs> I'm sure that you
1: think it. Praise God you do not say it. No, I do not. No. <laughs> he does not shame me. That is why never, I love him. One never. of the many reasons that I love
0: him. Oh, thank you, babe. Learning to listen. This is our devotional for today. Listening is one of the keys to a healthy marriage. Listening is one of the keys to a healthy workplace. Listening is one of the keys to resolving a conflict. Listening is one of the hardest things for us to do. Our brains are constantly on the move, waiting and ready to respond to someone in a conversation. The gap between one person finishing their sentence and our reply seems to be only milliseconds. And if not, then the other person looks at us like something is wrong. Even if we say something horrible, something thoughtless, or something unhelpful, we at least didn't let the silence get awkward. Mm -hmm. Notice how I did that? That was pretty good. It was awkward. (laughs) I was perfectly calm. No, just kidding. In his Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, Stephen Covey talks about seeking first to understand, then be understood. You guys, that has come into my life several different ways lately. So I am really embracing that. Seeking first to understand, then to be understood. And even I think Ronnie had you know, his sermon series mm-hmm. you know, where he talked about you know, quick to listen, slow to speak. Feeds mm-hmm. right into that. This isn't just a good idea or a tool we use to be better at our job. Understanding requires that we listen and listen well. Learning to listen is the grittiest of human wisdom. Proverbs says, to answer before listening, that is folly and shame. In other words, to jump in to offer our well-crafted opinion without listening is embarrassing. It's blow us. It's shameful. To listen and process what we've heard before Answering helps us to speak with grace and hope into the life of another person One of the ways that God has given us um, For learning to listen is the practice of prayer today look at Psalm forty-six, ten: Be still and know that I am God and take seriously what it would be like to spend some time just listening to God The verse doesn't say get your brain in gear. I am God. It says be still Learning to listen means we slow down our word factory and really hear what's going on in the world we live in and in the lives of the people around us. Try to practice five minutes of total quiet today, just listening to the sounds around you. Do your best to turn down the volume of your thoughts and ideas and just hear what's happening around you. Then apply that to your conversations, see what happens, and for me again, that is a hard thing, and you have to be so intentional, and uh, you know about that because, you know, just to spend five minutes totally not thinking about anything and just listening, like the birds, we can hear now, um, and turning your brain off. It's
1: very hard to do. It is. I've tried it and. Um, five minutes is a long time to be doing that but I think like we said we talked about it earlier this morning and then I had a few minutes um when you first left for your appointment and then I was sat outside on the front porch and I was like trying to just be silent did you really yeah I did it and I mean I didn't do it for five minutes but I just and I just was listening But what happens is thoughts come into your head. You know, it's like, okay, well, what, do I have to go in and finish getting my makeup on? (laughs) Okay, we got to leave here. But then you have to stop yourself. And so it takes a little bit of practice because your brain, you're always talking to yourself in your head. Right. Always telling yourself what's next or processing what happened 10 minutes ago. And you have to be completely present. You know, look at the red bird and just think red bird, red bird, red bird. And nothing else. It's Mm -hmm. hard to do. Makes my skin crawl. Actually, makes me itchy. Makes me want to get up and run. It's interesting, but it's a good, good thing to do. We should
0: we do it. Yeah. Even when you were just talking there, I was trying to focus on doing that without, mm-hmm. again, just like they talked about, without thinking about what you're going to say next. Mm-hmm. You know, being in that present moment, mm-hmm. and it does make a huge difference. I think coaching has helped, mm-hmm. helped me with that for sure. You know how we're taught to coach people, it is truly all about listening and then asking a good question, but being in the moment with that person, right? And not letting the question come to you, versus you know, creating a question based on where you want them to go, mm-hmm.
1: right? Because it's not our agenda,
0: it's theirs, yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> so that's it's yeah. so powerful, you yeah. so know. Yeah. We'll yeah. Try it it is very powerful yeah so I can't wait like I think you know meditation came to mind for you when we talked earlier I've never done meditation but again that's come into my consciousness a little bit here lately so I may have to try me some meditation Mm
1: -hmm. I think it's a good idea if I can do
0: two minutes of ice-cold water at the end of every shower you think I could do meditation
1: yeah for for two minutes I bet oh for sure you you have weight you I you're very strong And again, because of your upholder nature, it's like, okay, if I decide to do this, I'm going to do it.
0: Mm -hmm. I don't want to break an agreement with myself.
1: Yeah. Whereas I am a little bit different.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to our world. I'm
1: like, okay, ha, cold water for two minutes does not sound fun. I'll try 10 seconds on one arm and 10 (laughs) seconds on another arm, and then I'll think, this is really cold. (laughs) I want to do this.
0: (laughs) Oh, so interesting. You guys, and I think, you know, last... Bren and I are vastly different in a lot of areas, and it does. I mean, there is differences of opinion. We read we read these Bible verses and we interpret them differently. Um, so that's one of the beauties of this: is that uh, having a strong relationship doesn't mean you don't have disagreements. Doesn't mean you know you have different thoughts, it means that you, that you can do something like this and start every day in the Word, right, as a grounding principle. And uh, you learn so much more about each other when you're looking at common, you know, in this case, we're looking at Proverbs, and it's the same words, but the way each person sees it is so different. So I, I've always lately it's been like, okay, babe, I really just I'm asking this for understanding because where you're going with this I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. So I always clarify, right? Yeah. I'm asking this for understanding because I'm not trying to. You're not you know, judging me. Judge you're telling you me what or, to do. no? I just want to understand. I just want to understand because as we know, our brains are so different.
1: And it's different from and we're going to be reading Proverbs here. Bob's going to read Proverbs and the my favorite thing um, for him to do is read to me because, well, I love his voice, but two, I get a completely different perspective about the verses when he's reading them as opposed to when I'm reading them because, again, I'm inside my own head, and All I got right. a lot of other stuff going on in there, so, you know, I might, you know, read it in a tone in my head that is different yeah. than when Bob reads it. It makes me look at that verse differently and go, oh. That because he does have a different way of looking at it and a different way of speaking about it, and um, I sometimes take him for granted.
0: Those well, verses. that's such a good point, and that's you know, and it is being present in the moment. I mean, there was a time, and I, I feel sad about admitting this, but there would be a time when we were doing something like this, and I'd be like, "It's a task. I just have to get through it," so then we can go to the next thing and go to the next thing. Oh my goodness, you're not. I wasn't focusing at all on the words and what it meant to me. So it, it is hard to just be in the moment, you know, in like the point that you made about whether someone's reading it to you or whether you're reading it yourself. It really takes some practice to get good at this stuff, mm-hmm. is what I'm learning. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm shocked that you ever thought of it as a task. That's interesting. No,
0: I didn't say this, but oh, things I'm, things yeah. like this. Oh, okay, because i was you like, know, like, you if always if you're reading so a book. excited
1: to do things, yeah.
0: Well, I mean, you know, like going back to school. Oh, yeah. you We got to read this chapter. Okay, I want to get the chapter done. Or uh, I want to read 10 books this summer. Oh, one is done. Let's go to the next one. That one's done.
1: I see what you're saying. You
0: know what I mean? Yeah. So let's dive in. Proverbs eighteen: unfriendly people care only about themselves. They lash out at common sense. I love proverbs because it's like all self-convicting. It's like if you read something, you're like, "Eh, maybe I do a little bit. That is my
1: biggest thing too. (laughs) Yeah, that goes back to I've been in been in these verses for a long time, and I still trip over.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Fools have no interest in understanding, ah, see, and I wasn't, I didn't even rehearse that. So I'm not a fool when I want to understand. No. Right? Right. I love that. Ooh, boom, lifted. Mm -hmm. Uh, They only want to air their own opinions. Yes, fools have no interest in understanding, they only want to air their own opinions. Doing wrong leads to disgrace and scandalous behavior brings contempt. Wise words are like deep waters. Wisdom flows from the wise like a bubbling brook. It is not right to acquit the guilty or deny justice to the innocent. Fool's words get them into constant quarrels. They are asking for a beating. We, we really, I mean, we're super uber conscious now of words like battles and quarrels and win-lose and- Conflict. Conflict. Yeah. Cause all that stuff is not godlike, right? And it takes like you know, we know it takes two to fight, it takes two to quarrel. You know, so like it says here, fool's words get get them into constant quarrels. Well guess what? A fool needs another person. It's usually another fool if they're gonna get into a quarrel. <laughs> yep. so if you find yourself getting in a quarrel, check yourself. You may be Acting foolish. I won't say you are a fool. You may have just slipped and acted foolish. That Isn't time.
1: that the biggest thing? Because, again, we are, we're all capable of this. I mean, we have, you and I have even had quarrels. So it's not like we don't do these things. And we are not fools. I know we're not. But we can be foolish if we're trying to push our agenda. Mm-hmm. Again, it goes back to the listening, and we can't assume that ours is always the absolute right way. And so. We have to understand that everybody has
0: a perspective. You
1: can share, but you don't have to right fight or try to push your agenda on right.
0: somebody else. And like I always say, why would I ever listen to any idea I ever came up with when I got the Holy Spirit in me? <laughs> yeah, it always goes to the Spirit. Always. Um, the mouths of fools are their ruin. They trap themselves with their lips. Rumors are dainty morsels that sink deep into one's heart. So no gossiping, no spreading rumors. That's one of
1: our, one of our pillars. That's oh one of gosh. our foundational rules is we just don't, we if, don't do
0: that. If you're ever hanging with me and you say something and you just see me check out and say bye-bye, that's why. Yes. <laughs> Any, anything that's rumors, I'll call them out. How do you know that? I will call out. I don't care who it is.
1: And that, and he's even had to call me out. So I will be saying something, and he he'll say, "Did you hear that directly from that person?" And if I don't say yes, then and the answer is no, then he's like, "That is gossip, and I don't want to hear about yep. it." Yep. He says, and so I am a girl, and I can uh, tell you uh, that I have gossiped, uh, just as a girl, just saying.
0: Don't blame I mean, it on it's not being a girl. all girls, but this girl. Thank you. Thank the you. The nature of this girl. Thank you. A lazy person is as bad as someone who destroys things. The name of the Lord is Strong Fortress. is a strong fortress. The godly run to him and are safe. The rich think of their wealth as a strong defense. They imagine it to be a high wall of safety. And I can vouch for that is not true. That is just not true. I've been there, done that, and that is not the place to find strength and joy and peace and love and all of those things. So if you ever want a side conversation on it, I can definitely take it on that road. Um, Haughtiness goes before destruction. Humility precedes honor. Spouting off before listening to the facts is both shameful and foolish. The human spirit can endure a sick body, but who can bear a crushed spirit? Intelligent people are always ready to learn. Their ears are open for knowledge. Yeah, and that's kind of our life, and we, we're very careful about where we get our knowledge. Not in a judging way, but uh, one of our mentors said, if somebody you know, is sharing their wisdom or they're giving you advice, if you, when you woke up the next day, if you, if you would be super happy to be them, that's a good yardstick to determine if that advice is worth you uh, taking to heart. Mm -hmm. So I like that one. Um, Giving a gift can open doors and gives access to important people. The first to speak in court sounds right until the cross-examination begins. I I, I think I
1: laughed at that
0: one earlier. Yes, you did. (laughs) Why did you laugh at that one earlier?
1: Because we always think our argument... Me, I, we did this one. But when when we're in court, when people are in court, we always think our argument is it. And then the opposing argument comes, and you're like, "Mm,
0: okay. Yep. So you learn from that stuff, right? That's the whole key to wisdom. And I think that's what Proverbs talks about a lot is you can't speak wisdom to a fool. And you can try it once, and if it just keeps happening... If they don't listen, then give up. They are just aren't ready, and, and you're wasting your oxygen on them. Uh, flipping a coin can end arguments. It settles disputes between powerful opponents. An offended friend is harder to win back than a fortified city. Arguments separate friends like a gate locked with bars. Again, arguments, right, like quarrels earlier. Wise words satisfy like a good meal. The right words bring satisfaction. The tongue can bring death or life. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. The man who finds a wife finds a treasure, and he receives favor from the Lord. The poor plead for mercy. The rich answer with insults. There are friends who destroy each other, but a real friend sticks closer than a brother. Boom. Be still and know that I am God! Exclamation point. I will be honored by every nation. I will be honored throughout the world. Yes. And then based on today's reading, Brenda, what is one thing God is saying to you?
1: We are wiser when we worship God in community.
0: Mm. And I actually wrote down, try meditation. Because, you know, I never tried that before, and yeah. I think that's what he's saying to me is, dude, you should try it. It might be good for you. Yeah. Right? Well, that's the thing. Again,
1: we read these all the time, and something new comes to us every time. Mm-hmm. We've read Proverbs together now. This will be our third oh, yeah. time going through Proverbs. We, we do it, what, every year? And um, so this is our third time reading, and every time we get something new out of it. And we're in a different season. Our filter is different. Right. And that's what I love about it.
0: Well, I think that is a big part of, you know, shameless plug here. What we're doing with Life Transformed, you know, the, the company, you know, we are getting people out of isolation and into community. And, you know, it is so, so different reading the word on your own Versus reading it in community with other people and getting those different perspectives. So powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we do masterminds in uh, those because there's observational learning that goes on. There's learning that happens when people are speaking into you and then when you're speaking into somebody else, there's learning that goes on. And each of those are powerful, powerful tools. So, um, nothing else you guys, if you're interested in, in those sorts of things and you want to build, you want to get out of isolation. And isolation just means doing things on our own. God designed us for, for love and abundance, not isolation. Satan wants to get us in isolation. Mm-hmm. Right, because that's when he does his best work. But he cannot penetrate two or more people thinking together.
1: Exactly. He didn't want Adam to be by himself, so he yep. created Eve.
0: So remember that always, find yourself a tribe. If it's not life, transform. Find a tribe of people that are for you, they don't judge you, and they just love you and they want the best for you. They will speak truth with grace. Mm-hmm. They will They will
1: not uh, gossip about you.
0: Yes, <laughs> they'll take you by the hand if you're heading down the wrong path. Mm-hmm. And you'll know that they're doing it out of love for you. Right? All right, so the next thing we do is do the verse. We did verse of the day. This is uh, Jesus calling, uh, enjoying peace in his presence. So I'm going to read this here. Uh, Welcome, challenging times, and that is in capitals. Welcome, challenging times as opportunities to trust me. You have me beside you and my spirit within you. So no set of circumstances is too much for you to handle. When the path before you is dotted with difficulties, beware of measuring your strength against those challenges. That calculation is certain to riddle you with anxiety. Without me, you wouldn't make it past the first hurdle. And I think Brenda really, she had to run real quick and help my mom. But you know, this is something that she's battled with over time is, you know, when, when she saw difficulties, and I've been there too, so I can't say I haven't. Uh, beware of measuring your strength against those challenges. You know, if we try to say, okay, how am I going to deal with all these challenges? We are going to, chances are we're going to crumble over that. So what we need to always do to avoid that anxiety, right, is to trust in God through all those little circumstances each and every day in each and every way. So it isn't just in the morning and then you know put on your armor and just go deal with the day in battle <laughs> no it's not the right way to do it it is know that he's walking along the path with you the whole day so you can always turn to him i think of a song uh, lauren dago where she goes look up child you know even when there's suffering um i know you're in control and just no matter how crazy things get, just look up. Look up, and He's going to be there for you. So comforting, you know, to know that that's what this day has in store for you. The way to walk through demanding days is to grip my hand tightly and stay in close communication with me. Let your thoughts and spoken words be richly flavored with trust and thankfulness regardless of the day's problems i can keep you in perfect peace as you stay close to me just what we talked about so consider it pure joy my brothers whenever you face trials of many kinds and that was from james 1 verse 2 and i can do all things through christ who strengthens me that's philippians four, thirteen. and finally you will keep in perfect peace him whose mind is steadfast because he trusts in you. That's Isaiah 26 3. So we were just talking about the you know, the whole piece where when the path before you is dotted with difficulties, beware of measuring your strength against those challenges. That calculation is starting to riddle you with anxiety. Without me, you wouldn't make it past the first hurdle. True. True. All true. And you can speak to that.
1: I can. Oh, you want me
0: to do it right now? No, no, no. I mean, if anything's (laughs) popping into your head. Mm
1: -hmm. Not right off the top of my head, Okay. yes, it's true. That that much I know.
0: Yeah, so you guys, any time anxiety pops in, I think, this is me again, my perspective, you have to be just so uber aware of of that, and know, wait a minute, that's Satan, and kind of trace back. We're talking with Allie, Brenda's daughter, um, about the unholy trio right of indecision doubt and fear and what happens is indecision is the seedling of fear so if you find yourself being indecisive you know i don't care what decision is little decision big whatever if you're indecisive be on the lookout because that is the seedling of fear because if you mix indecision with doubt those two mix together that's where fear comes in Mm -hmm.
1: that is true And yeah, that I could speak a lot on because I've suffered from that a lot. (laughs) That whole yeah, indecision is the seedling of um,
0: fear fear and
1: procrastination. I mean, if you just don't move, yeah, you just don't move. move, You're not afraid. You know, you don't know what to do, so you don't do anything. So then you feel stuck, and it's yeah, it's just kind of a vicious cycle.
0: It is. So know that you've got God right then and there. Mm -hmm. Indecision. Trust in Him, and say Holy Spirit. What would you have me do? And just do it.
1: Yeah, and it, and it can be something little. Like, sure. you say, if you, need, if you are trying to worry about doing something big, well, don't try to do the big thing. Don't eat the elephant all at once. Take a little bite and do something small in that direction. That's, where, that's what, finally, I had to end up learning to do because you, can't, you don't run until you first learn to walk.
0: Yes, and surround yourself with good people that will call you out if you're being indecisive and we'll say, hey, wait a minute, just make a decision, go with it, right? Basically,
1: you're saying there needs to be more Bobs in the world.
0: (laughs) Bobs and Brendas and moms, right? We all all can do that. (laughs) I know, you'll be able to hear it later. That's my mom, she's across the room over there. I'll say, hey, mom, and she goes, it's true. (laughs) Anyway, you guys. We're just about over 30 minutes. Thank you so much for joining us today. And listen, go in and subscribe to this podcast. Share it with your friends. Remember, we're going to be here every Thursday with, with our daily routine, Coffee with Christ, just hanging out, giving you a glimpse uh, behind the scenes here. And remember, Life Transformed, our mission is to get you from isolation into community. Because once you're in community of people that are for you, don't judge you, believe in you, guess what? The next step is freedom. So have a great, great rest of your day and rest of your week. Until next Thursday. Thanks.